the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is a Wednesday. We're hump day today. We've made it to the middle of the week. Now, depending on who you're listening to, I'll either be here tomorrow or at my house. But I, <laughs> I'm going to be here. And uh, all the doors to the office here is go- are going to be locked when we all leave today, except that there will be a few members of the staff that will be staying overnight because somebody has to be here to run the board if you can't get around because of the ice the next day people don't understand that about radio i mean or television for that matter is that or the police or the fire department uh what i consider essential services and uh, we have an essential service in getting the information out to the listeners so that uh, just know now, people will be snoozing uh, here at the station tonight. Now, they do have, they're bringing cots. I've got a little bit of a, I was talking to um, a member earlier about this and uh, got a little problem that they haven't stocked up the refrigerator for them in case they get hungry tonight and uh, not having a, a nice, uh, you know, not a, you don't have to have a bed, but you got to have a decent cot, you know. Yeah. Uh, to the, to that I will say the the station that I used to work for and other stations that I have worked for uh, had rooms set aside, and that's they were uh, they were sleeping rooms in storm situations like this. Because if you have a really big staff, you got news staff that's out and covering the news, and then they come in, you know, they need a place to to rest and things of that nature. And uh, so, anyway, just thoughts on my head here as we get going on a Wednesday. How are you, Ken? I'm doing... Uh, I'm liking the shirt, dude. Where'd I'm you get good. that one? Oh, the uh, Saline County Young Republicans. They were, they printed were, that up? Yep. They were uh, selling shirt, sh- uh, shirts, hoodies, and stuff, and uh, bought one not too long ago. Okay. Can I still get a hoodie like that? Yeah. I want to get a hoodie like okay. that. That's very cool looking. I like that. It's got the elephant on it. Mm-hmm. But I like the elephant. The elephant looks like the... That's from a, a few years ago. Yep. I like that, yep. that that elephant. So, yeah. I'll need to get me a an extra large because I buy a size bigger than what I wear because I like my... Yeah, hoodies you get it. Call me Dave Belichick. <laughs> okay? No, hoodies you get it by a size 
size larger. It, it's supposed to be comfortable. Yeah, it's supposed to be comfortable, and it makes yeah. you warmer too, because yeah. it holds the air and yeah. it keeps you warmer. So I like I like that. All right, so there's uh, some stuff going on today. I wouldn't be here. Things didn't happen overnight. Let's talk about uh, basically what it, there's two. There's kind of two stories here about this ice that's coming. And man, I hate using that word. I'd much rather see, say a, I'd much rather use a four-letter word that starts with S, mm-hmm. and it's snow. Okay, because snow you can get around in, but ice makes things just terrible and especially for me because i live out there uh, towards graystone and cabot i don't live in graystone i live on the hill that looks down on graystone and that is a long hill if you go up to heber or whatever you know what i'm talking about they're on highway five and getting up and down that hill when there's an ice storm is nearly impossible and in the subdivision I live in, I live up on a hill, and I can get down the hill. I don't know if I'll be able to stop when I get to the point that I got to turn <laughs> to the right, but I can go down the hill. But coming back up the hill is virtually impossible. So I uh, I learned a long time ago when I lived up north that when you have ice, the best way to move about is to get on the grass, and you crack through the surf the you know the ice that are on top of the grass and then you got some traction don't try to be walking up the hill on the road or the sidewalk because you're going to probably take some skin off the the front of your nose or maybe off the palms of your hand and off your knees when you fall several times so be careful on that so depending on who you're listening to the um my accuweather says that the Ice will not begin until later in the morning, like at 10, 11 o'clock, which had me thinking, well, I'll probably drive in and do the show from the station tomorrow morning until I got here to the station. And I was talking to Heidi, my producer, and she said, well, I guess it's the National Weather Service, right? Uh, NWS is saying that the ice will come down you know, regularly, not just spotty, but regularly across the area starting at about 3 a.m. Well, that's not a good thing because by the time I got here, it'd be, you know, slicker than goose knot and uh, I wouldn't be able to get back to the house. Yep. So I don't want to stay overnight tomorrow night. So I'll take the Comrex unit home with me. The Comrex is a computerized instrument that we use that allows us to hook up to the uh, internet uh, using cell phone and uh, we'll be uh, talking to the station from my uh, my dining room i guess is where we'll be setting up uh, camp tomorrow so i'll be doing that and uh, i'll have to talk to joe and duck later today to see if they want to get on the phones where they're at and then the three of us join by phone and talk about car and truck questions and we may pass on that and i may just call some people and see if we can't have get somebody on from uh, weather from channel seven and uh maybe get on uh, am you know r dot and some other people talk about roads and things of that nature information that you need to be able to get around and then uh, you know maybe i'll make one of my 
calls that I make from time to time to Walmart or Kroger checking on the uh, how many gallons of milk they still have and things of that nature. I have fun with this stuff, too. I mean, if you can't have fun with it, you might as well not be able to report on it. Do you do anything special? Are you going to go out and get a gallon of milk today? No. <laughs> Why not? Don't you want to be prepared? Do you have a big box of that instant cocoa mix? Well, I'm not a big milk drinker anyways, but uh, okay. I just, just, that's just odd. Okay. Well, if you're not a milk drinker, does that mean you have like a, a fifth of of uh, Crown Black or something? <laughs> <laughs> just put it in my coffee in the morning. Yeah, just sit there and look out the window and say, you know, I don't have to go to work today. That's right. That's you right. Know, not do things. What's going on down uh, in Saline County? Is, are there any meetings that are supposed to be happening that people should be watching to see if you're going to have yeah, them or there, not? I mean, there have been uh, some meetings uh, Thursday that have already been uh, postponed or canceled or rescheduled. Uh, Saline County, we meet the first Thursday. The Republican Committee meets the first Thursday of every month, so this coming Thursday. Um, you know, you can't make everyone happy. And, uh, no, as, you as, can't. As chairman, it's amazing because... You still have a lot of people that say, well, you know, it's just a little precipitation, a little this, you know, and you'd be shocked. I that, can make it. Yeah. I got people, people in one ear says, say, don't cancel. People in another ear say, please cancel. Um, so I, I told most people, I said, you know what? The the weather has really fluctuated. It wasn't until last night that the weather service said, we're confident. They started locking it in. Locking yes. it in. And so I told them, I said, I'll five o'clock uh, weather report tonight. And we'll make a decision then, but we're definitely leaning towards canceling. Um, but I don't want to be a, a situation where, you know, 5 o'clock rolls around and so it's going to pass to the north of us, which, you know, has happened a lot. It before. don't look that way It doesn't. Time. It it's, doesn't. It's a big, big swath yeah. of ice yeah. that covers all the way through central Arkansas, right. all the way up right. past up but in the Missouri. Know, we're, we're better safe than sorry, but like I said, you know, I, I got I genuinely have people that call me, oh, just, just wait till the day of. I said, you know what, no. I said, we're going to do it. You can't do that. We're going to do it today. That way, you know, I go to bed not worrying about it. Thursday rolls around, I ain't worrying about it. I can call. Yeah, well, I that can, makes sense. Because we, we got five guest speakers. I can let all of them know. Oddly enough, all the guest speakers that we're having come in are all Central Arkansas located. Well, so that makes good. It, makes it a little easier and uh, not too hard on anyone. Well, I can I I will say this that I do not expect tomorrow morning and when the sun rises for the temperature to be sixty five again. It's going to be in the twenties uh, and it's going to be rainy. Yeah. And from my high school science that yeah. I took. If it gets down to 20 degrees and there is water falling from the sky, mm-hmm. it will probably freeze. Well, and, you know, there's no, there's not supposed to rain on Friday, but the, you know, the low the on temperature won't still, be up won't yet. be up yet until Saturday. Yeah. And so Friday is probably going to be bad too, even though it's not. Yeah. I'm already, I'm, I've got a doctor's appointment. I'm calling them today and say, don't expect yeah. me. So the only you thing know. special today I'm going to do is going to go pick up some uh, firewood there you go. Uh, gonna have fire. Yeah, but you know, marshmallows. Said, it, it, get marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, marshmallows. <laughs> uh, you know, but if you know, if the electricity goes off, you know, it's gonna go off at least for you know two, two, three days. Your girlfriend coming over? I wish. I'm still, <laughs> still, still wondering who she is. There you go. Okay. Well, you heard it first here. All right. You heard it. Ken Yang looking for. Uh, he's available. So you know. 
And with the, the bad weather coming, you got a body that is warm and willing to sit next to the fire with you. Well, thank goodness, and, you know, we're, we're, we're running on gas, too, at the at my house. Oh, so you, that, got, you got a gas fireplace? Yeah. Well, yes. We have a regular fire, fireplace, but okay. if I run out of firewood, you know, I can. I remember. You remember that really bad ice storm? What 2000. Yeah. We ran yeah out, I, I will never was, forget it because I had just moved down here. Six to seven days of no it electricity. And thank goodness, you know, we have gas stove and everything. And, and I had, uh, a, I had yeah. an electric stove, but here was the cool thing about it. I was living in Pleasant View townhouses at that time. Now, that area of the city has changed immensely in the 21 years I've been here. You know, you got the big mall kind of thing over there and all that. And uh, the trunk line runs almost right next to that apartment complex and we never lost power once wow that was incredible i i told getting now getting to the station was not an easy yeah. thing because nice you're thing up is, on the yeah, side of a hill the nice thing back then i was t- i was talking to someone about this earlier this week is we weren't dependent on these yet by these or i mean cell, the, phones. cell phones or iphones and everything we really weren't dependent yet i mean so just think if we had another five to 10 days of no electricity, I think, I think well, that's some gonna, of these you know, That's going to be interesting in and of itself because if you're down here in Little Rock, few of the radio stations, now when you get up north, they have to deal with snow and ice a lot. Mm-hmm. So there are heating elements built into the towers of the radio stations so that you can continue broadcasting. It won't let them freeze up. Not so much in in Arkansas. And so a lot of us had power. In fact, after that, KARN, who I worked with back in the the dark days of radio, uh, had a a large large transformer brought in and put him back in the building so if we lost power you just flipped the switch well you didn't even have to flip the switch it went on itself and you had power but when the ice coated the antennas you can't hear us and i remember it was strangely silent and uh in little rock for about five days because we had to wait till it got warm enough to see some of that ice uh, uh burn off all right 20 minutes after six ken yang's here Let's take a break. East End Toy wants you to know if you need them. Now, l- let me just say this. If you need them, know that if it ices everything up, this ice storm, they can't get out on the road any more than you can get out on the road. So do not get out on the road if it looks like it's going to ice starting at 3 a.m. and you're going you're to head into to work at 5 a.m. or whatever because uh, you may find that you don't get to work that you end up in a ditch. You don't want that to happen. Now, secondly, I will suggest that you get a box. If you're going to try to do this, get a box and uh, put a blanket in it. Get yourself a pillow, put it in it. Little pillow, not a big pillow. Uh, get yourself some bottled water and put it in it. You'll want to make sure that your gas tank is full. All right. In case you get stuck somewhere, you can warm the car up a little bit once in a while. And some easy-to-grab things that you can snack on so you can keep your energy levels up. I, I always keep crackers, 
I always keep peanut butter. Uh, not one of the, don't get one of those big old jiffy ones. You know what I'm talking about? Weighs 55 pounds, you know, and you got, you take it out on a, in the buggy and the buggy is groaning because it weighs so much. Don't get one of those. All right. Just get, get one of those 12 ounce little bottles of it and keep it with you. And I would suggest, I don't lie. I'll eat with my fingers if I have to. I mean, God gave me fingers to eat with before he gave me a fork. So I'll just, um, I'll typically take a, put a spoon in there and some things to, you know, wipe off my face. And I know this is going to sound strange. Take some toilet paper. You just never know if you get off the road and you can't get home. You never know when nature will call. So we'll keep that in mind. All right. But Easton Towing will run as long as they can. 888-8849 is their number. 888-8849. All right, so I'm sitting here watching the the flat screen in the studio. Puxatani Phil has been taken out of his house. Uh-oh, here it is. Are you ready? Getting ready to read the prediction. What is it? <laughs> wow, two two twenty two. I didn't think about that. All right. What what do you say? Do you see a shadow or not? <laughs> All right. Can you hear it? You can't hear it. Okay. He's okay. They're saying whether he saw a shadow or not. saying seven more weeks of winter is that what they're saying i don't know (laughs) (laughs) they're saying a lot of things well yeah they're making they're milking it for all it's worth the gobblers been you know they're doing their thing all right all right so anyway when we get when they get it we'll let you know by the way did you hear the sad news about poxitani phil he died yeah so uh, that that's a new Puxatani Phil. They brought him in especially for today because the one that was alive was supposed to make his appearance today. Um, no. Okay, what's it say up there? Are they saying more snow? Yeah, that's what they're saying. That means seven more weeks of winter. That stinks. He's predicting six more weeks of winter. I'm not liking, of course, we're finding that out today with an ice storm. What can I tell you later on? Early in the morning. That's going on. So anyway, Phil has been... My aunt was born on February 2nd. She hated it because everybody was interested in what Phil had to say and not about it being her birthday. <laughs> you know, great stuff. Really great stuff. All right, let's go over some of the big stories. Now, we'll have um, at 7 o'clock, 
Congressman Hill's going to be on. And by the way, yesterday, some people were questioning how much money has he made in the stock market being a congressman. Mm -hmm. Why they're zeroing in on him, I I don't really know. Uh, I believe it's the Democrats trying to reflect or deflect from uh, Pelosi and her husband. Her husband is the one that's making really all the money. But the bottom line is, has he been using inside trader information? I uh, got a hold of his uh, handler yesterday, and I said, I'm going to ask about this. I'm going to ask him directly about this. And I got I got an answer back saying, please do. It's misinformation, so we'll see, all right? Ah, misinformation. Yeah, misinformation about it. So we will find out what uh, French Hill has to say, and I'll ask I'll ask Westerman about it yep. uh, as well. So just keep it here. You know, you'll, you'll hear it now. I am going to say this. If he gives an answer that you don't like, I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. All I can do is ask the question. Well, I'm waiting for my uh, cost uh, or how much my insurance is going to pay on my my roof, and then I'll pass it on to uh, PI Roofing. They were at my house Monday, and uh, the folks from PI Roofing got up on the the uh, the roof with. Uh, the guy from my insurance of Safeco and walked around and PI roofing showed him all the areas where hail and wind damage was at. And uh, he said, okay, you get a completely new roof, Dave, new turbines and the whole nine yards. So uh, we'll come to an agreement, PI roofing us. You'll have to pay your deductible which is a thousand dollars and that's what i agreed to uh, when i bought the insurance and i'll have a new roof on my house now i'm gonna sell my house this year this year and i'll be moving and having a brand new roof on my house by pi roofing can do nothing more than help the sales of that house so i'm looking forward to that so you know i i always tell you i use pi roofing here's a perfect example I use PI roofing for everything dealing with the roofing on my house. Nobody else gets on my roof but PI roofing. Call them 707-3551 or you can visit them online at piroofing.com. Joel and his people are ready to help you. Okay, so I mentioned to you big story coming out and uh, we all know how bad uh, the Afghanistan drawdown was was absolutely it was worse than Vietnam. I didn't think we could do anything worse than Vietnam, but we did, and it's called Afghanistan. And this one is all it all belongs to President Biden. Uh, stories are coming out now. Notes have been released from meetings that were going on during the uh, the us leaving from uh, uh, Afghanistan and one of the big NATO big boys uh, that was in on it said it is unbelievable uh, what they 
were not prepared for. Let me just quote what he said. This is uh, from Mark Jacobson, deputy NATO representative in Afghanistan. Now, he was uh, a big guy during the Obama administration, and he told Axios, quote, so much planning, prioritizing, and addressing of key questions had not been completed. Even as Kabul was about to fall, it underscores the absence of adequate interagency planning. In other words, their plan was to have no plan. They had no plan whatsoever. And we all saw that play out on our TVs. We saw people who were trying to get out of that country fall from C-17s to their death. We saw people blow up in bombs. We saw 13 of our military members killed by uh, terrorist bombs. And then we left billions of dollars of equipment behind uh, for our enemy. Remember, there's a lot of stuff that we use that the Russians and Chinese might not know all the technology that that we have, but the Chinese now do because they walked right in to, uh, you know, to the the big air base there and helicopters, jets, everything you could think of sitting there and waiting for. It was all theirs. And now some of that material is being used by... uh, the Taliban to search out people who have helped our country when we were there uh, trying to bring peace and uh, stability. And um, they're killing the people. They're hanging them out on the streets. They're shooting them in their front yards and backyards and inside their homes. Yeah, something for uh, the Biden Biden administration to be just really proud of. The liberal media is not uh, saying anything about it. Yeah, I think that this this story is going to come out more because there's some of the liberal media even is understanding that some of the stories they've got to cover. Yeah, but they've got to get out and do something about it. They're trying to divert attention because there's just oh, they're downplaying. There's no no good news for Democrats or the Biden administration. Not now. There's not. And you know when I when I read this uh, story, my my first thought was not to give president biden a free pass at all but you wonder you know he he's since day one he's well even before day one when he's running for president he he's being handled and so you wonder how bad our country is being run because i have a feeling you wonder what what information are his handlers keeping from him they do that they, they just because of how the handlers inc- are important how in, to the president of here's what's going on yeah. but he's got to know the questions to ask well he can't he doesn't even know how to formulate a question <laughs> there's a lot of truth and, to that and so you know you 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 know people in, in that case you i you know you got a, it's probably a small group of people that actually do run the country because joe biden is just incompetent and you know Probably couldn't he, can't even put on his own pants in the morning. That is a, that is a possibility. And I'm not going to say that it's only Biden. I'm going to tell you the other presidents that have served may not even know the right questions to ask. Yeah. 
But at least they know how to ask a question. And and if they ask, they don't know if they're being told the truth or being lied to. I I liken this to our legislature here in the state of Arkansas. You call the heads from these departments in front of you, and you ask them questions about programs, and they give you answers. Are they telling you the truth? Or are the, is it just yeah. a whole bunch of hot But that's hot why air. having people that are close to you, that are loyal to you, that understand loyalty and honor. And, and understand and, that kind of, and, and what's going on. And what's going on is important. Yep. And uh, that was never the case when when uh, everyone coalesced and uh, told Bernie Sanders you're not going to be president, that Joe Biden is. Yep. You knew that immediately... Joe Biden was well, never going to be independent. Yeah, he was never going to be an independent president. Same with you know, same with uh, of course, one of our first Native American senators, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that. Uh, anyway, she uh, she's got her fingers in the pie as well. Yeah, and no doubt Pelosi. That's right. Schumer, uh, Sh- little Chucky Schumer is kind of. Standing in the corner, I think. Yeah, he probably was like, God, I should have ran for president, too, and yeah, got yeah. a piece of the pie. Well, if he runs for president, yeah. if he ever does, he will definitely need a footstool so people the can left, see him. The left continually. He's shorter than yeah. Doyle Webb. I didn't know that. Yes. That's really short. That is. <laughs> I mean, I I always, tell De- I always tell Doyle, stand up, and he says, I am. Yeah. <laughs> the left is so intellectually dishonest and yeah, they're the, bankrupt that's just why the, just the stuff that you and i are talking about and we talked about this off air a while ago just the stuff that we're talking about right now i mean my goodness any at at this point in time anything that the left disagrees with is now misinformation ask joe rogan yeah you know ask, it, there's no such thing for big tech First Amendment. No such thing. No such thing, basically, uh, for uh, the left. The, the real lefties, they don't mm-hmm. want freedom of speech. Let me give you, I'm going to tell you right now, Ken, there is a possibility before I do this next segment to get to the end of it, that they'll pull the plug on us, on Amiibo, on my Facebook. Keep an eye on this uh, over there, if you would, Heidi. Here we go. Lockdowns during the first COVID-19 wave in the spring of 2020 only reduced COVID-19 mortality by 0.2% in the U.S. and Europe. That's according, now is that according to Joe Schmo on his uh, Facebook page? No. According to John Hopkins University meta-analysis of uh, studies. Quote, while this meta-analysis concludes that lockdowns have had little to no public health effects, they have imposed enormous economic and social costs where they have been adopted. In consequence, lockdown policies are ill-founded and should be rejected as a pandemic policy instrument. The researchers, John Hopkins University economics professor Steve Hankey, Lund University economics professor Lars Junun and special advisor at Copenhagen Center for Political Studies, Jonas Herbie, analyzed the effects of lockdown measures such as school shutdowns, business closures, and mask mandates on COVID-19 deaths. Quote, 
we find little to no evidence that mandated lockdowns in Europe and the United States had a noticeable effect on COVID-19 mortality rates. Now you can cancel culture, uh, can, uh, cancel culture, cancel me. You can knock me off of Facebook. You can do whatever you want. That's the facts from John Hopkins University more and, and other great leading uh, think tanks here in uh, the world. Yeah, that that is the truth. That. There, there is the facts all broke out. Yeah. You know, it's like I like to say, figures don't lie, but liars figure. That's the whole. That's the whole key well, that's here. The same thing. I mean, you often, you know, you we believe in personal responsibility. Yeah. And you know, when we, for the for a year plus, we've talked about vaccines and things of that sort. And you know, it was supposed to be get the vaccine and everything would stop. And, uh, you know, back then, if you were to say, hey, if you get the vaccine, you could still get it or transmit it. That would have been misinformation not too long ago, three, four months ago. Now, you know, it, that is that is the truth. But yet the left still is unwilling to admit that if you get the if you get the shot, it's not a vaccine. If you get the shot, you can still get it. You can still transmit it. You can still test positive 120 yep. days after uh, having covid uh, covid uh, cloth masks. Finally, they say don't work. Finally, the CDC Paper says don't never work. Worked, never worked. We knew worked. it. You know, finally, natural immunity is finally a, a, a thing again. Yeah, uh, that the CDC doesn't denied for for so long, and all those things that I just mentioned was misinformation three to six months ago. Yes, it was. And and if Joe Mogan had said it, they would have yeah. said it wasn't misinformation because CDC CDC was saying it. Yeah. Yeah, but now that all those things are facts. Yep. But the left continues to perpetuate this uh, this narrative. It, it, we have to go from pandemic to endemic, and uh, and and the left doesn't want to because they like the power. When we get back, I'll give you more on this story because if I don't, people will say, "See, you're holding that back." No, I'm going to give you the whole story. We'll be back to give you the rest of it in a moment. we got to take a break. want to remind you about ICU protection. They will put in a system in your house or in your, your work site, your business, that will give you the protection that you want. If you want cameras, and you should ask about cameras. It says it right on the back of their, of their business card. Ask about cameras. Uh, they can take care of you. And these cameras are good cameras. 1080p, you can really, with clarity, see everything. Plus, they have what's called a digital tripwire, and they can tell whether it's a person, an animal, or a car, or even a gust of wind that uh, is setting off your alarm sometimes. And uh, you'll be able to see, it, go up, it goes up into the cloud, you know, somebody can break into your house. Used to be, they break into your house, and all they did was steal your steal your security system too, because it, you know all the all the the film or the tape was on the hard drive. Uh, now, you know, you put it in the cloud, can't get to the cloud. You know, is this this stuff that floats around up there, and they can and they, they can they can protect it from you. So, bottom line, you need to talk to ICU. Let them put in a alarm security monitoring system that can help you, whether it's your home or your business. Remember, you pay for the service. You do not pay for the hardware. 
And that's a good thing. Call them, 501-205-1333, 501-205-1333, ICU Protection, LLC. All right, back with you. If you're watching on Facebook this morning, Ken Yang, show them your shirt. Look at that shirt. That's cool. Now, the young Republicans are selling those? Yeah, young Republicans. Selling County. What's it say on the back? Selling County on the back of it? Those are very cool looking. And it is oh, a yeah. uh, it's a hoodie. Now, I like hoodies. I'm, yeah. I, they got hoodies. Heidi will tell you, I wear a yeah. lot of different hoodies. They got long the sleeve sweatshirts. They got T-shirts. All that, all that good stuff. It's a, right. one, of the, one of the newer. They got a coffee cup with that elephant on it? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, that might be okay. a good idea. Yeah, they're one of the New York Young Republican groups here in uh, okay. Arkansas. You know who's ahead of it? Rusty Jackson. Rusty? Yeah. Oh, well, tell Rusty we want to have him on the air. Okay, we'll do we'll it. We'll get him on the air and talk about this stuff. Something good to talk about. I want to give you the last part of that story. Because if I don't, somebody will say, see, Dave, you tried to change the story. No, I didn't. The researchers also examined shelter-in-place orders. Now, that's where you stayed at home. Okay, now let me just tell you, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. And Dr. Yamauchi would be laughing right now on the on the radio if they say here that they found that that reduced COVID-19 mortality by 2.9 percent. How come? Because you weren't going around any sick people. What a concept. You know, if you stay home and you're just around the people that aren't sick, yep. then you're probably not going to get sick either. Dr. Yamauchi's been saying that for over a year on my show. Yep. Avoid getting out in crowds. That's what he kept saying. All right. So studies that looked at only shelter-in-place orders found they reduced uh, COVID-19 by 5%. But. Studies that looked at shelter-in-place orders along with lockdown measures found that shelter-in-place orders actually increased COVID-19 mortality by 2.8%. So the researchers concluded that limiting gatherings may have actually increased COVID-19 mortality. Shelter-in-place orders may isolate an infected person at home with his or her family where he, she risks infecting family members with a higher viral viral load, causing more civil uh, uh, illness. But often, lockdowns have limited people's access to safe outdoor places, such as beaches, parks, and zoos, or included outdoor mask mandates or strict outdoor gathering restrictions, pushing people to meet at less safe, read that, indoor places. The researchers also examined studies that focused on specific lockdown measures and found that the only intervention that reduced COVID-19 mortality was the closure of non-essential businesses, which reduced mortality by 10.6%. But this effect was likely driven by the closure of bars. Researchers also pointed out other unintended consequences of lockdowns, such as rising unemployment, reduced schooling and increase in domestic violence incidents and surging drug overdoses. From May of 2020 to April of 2021, the U.S. recorded 100,306 drug overdose deaths. That's a 28.5% increase 
from the 78,056 deaths that were recorded in the previous 12-month period, according to CDC data. So there you have it. Okay. About 97% of U.S. teachers said that their students have experienced learning loss during the coronavirus pandemic, according to a horse man survey last year. The unemployment rate peaked nationwide at 14.8% in April 2020. Uh, it's uh, still slightly higher than it, the rate it was at, in February 2020 at 3.5%. These costs to society must be compared to the benefits of lockdowns, which our meta-analysis has shown are marginal at best, said the researchers at John Hopkins University. Such a standard benefit cost calculation leads to a strong conclusion. Dot, 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 dot. If I was back in medieval times, I'd have the guys with the big horns standing on the ramparts right now blowing their horns to say this. Lockdowns should be rejected out of hand as a pandemic policy instrument. Ta-da. There you go. Now, remember what they said, what John Hopkins said. Okay, the next time you hear people saying, well, we need to lock everything down. I saw people that I know are smart people, all right? Good friends of mine that wanted to shut it all down and burn down society as we know it. 15 days to flatten the curve. Man. Let's get back to normal. What do you say? Let's get back to normal. I'm all about that. Let's do it like they're doing it in Florida. Go somewhere where you don't have to. Nobody's going to look at you and go, you need to be putting on a mask. Pull that mask over your nose. Anyway, it's the Dave Ellswick Show. Ken Yang is here with me. we got Congressman Hill, Congressman Westerman. They're up next here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Second hour. First hour is fun. I had some fun today talking about some of the things going on. Uh, definitely about Puxatani Phil and, you know, the Puxatani Phil that was supposed to be showing up to see his shadow uh, took took off on to be in room temperature last night. So uh, he wasn't able to show up to see if his shadow showed up or not. 
I think it would have been funny if they would if rigor mortis had set in and they just held him up and you've been you know like six more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm holding, he's showing a shadow still. All right, but they didn't do that. They had they, they had a live uh, groundhog today for Groundhog's Day. So anyway, six more weeks of winter. That's what they're saying, and we're going to get some of it tomorrow. Keep that in mind. Uh, depending on who you're getting your weather from, whether it's AccuWeather, the National Weather Service, Channel Seven, Channel. 16 channel let me get them all right seven and four uh if (laughs) whoever you get it could start at three in in the morning or it can start as late as noon uh tomorrow so just know we're going to get ice tomorrow that's going to happen hello congressman how are you you getting ready up there i I understand you guys are expecting more snow in uh, washington dc yeah it's cold here (laughs) and uh man i hope we dodge the Horrible ice in Little Rock. Uh, that's always a burden. I was just laughing about uh, the groundhog. I'm thinking of him <laughs> in, sitting in the chair in the movie Psycho up at the house, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just have, I'm just saying, he, the, he passed away oh, yesterday God. night. Last night, he, the, the Puxatani Phil died. Now, they've got plenty of Puxatani Phil's ready to go. Remember when it was such a big deal? This must have been in the 80s that... It was like, I guess people thought Puxatani Phil never died. And it got out that they replaced Puxatani Phil from time to time, and it was a big, big story. And I used to laugh about it. It's like, what's wrong with you people? This is crazy. Now you don't you don't get this. All right, I'm going to ask you the tough question right off the beginning, all right? Because yeah. this is all over the, the Internet. It's all over Facebook. People are calling me people are texting me and they're saying dave did you know that congressman hill is making big big bucks off the stock market while he's a congressman and i said yeah i saw that table but what's it based on and nobody knows that of course it's just a table that was thrown up there bring us up to date uh, with the truth here congressman if you will yeah, sure. I don't know where that Twitter table came from. I mean, supposedly they take our financial disclosure form that we fill out every December uh, that has everything that my children uh, have in a savings account, my wife has or I have, and then they uh, adjust it for the performance of the market. But I haven't been able to back into what they did. So point one is, we fill out a uh, financial disclosure form every year, and every time there's a transaction in our financial uh, status, uh, it's disclosed within uh, a month of that transaction. So uh, here's my thought about this whole issue of that I read about the uh, members of Congress, you know, shouldn't have individual stock pr- pr- uh, positions. Well, that may or may not be a good idea, but I think people are presuming that there's something going on here that they shouldn't. Members of Congress, uh, it's absolutely against the law to use anything you learn in Congress in any meeting, public or private, classified or unclassified, to enrich yourself. And that's why we have these disclosure rules. This is why we have a strict ethics investigation process and why we do all the transparency. So anyone who, you know, traded stocks uh, based on information they got 
uh, in Congress, it's illegal. It's illegal. It's a crime. And that was reiterated in a 2012 law called the Stock Act that increased transparency, increased the penalties, reiterated that members of Congress have uh, zero ability to personally profit from the work they do in Congress as it relates to their investment portfolio. So um, I think the presumption is out there that there aren't any rules and there isn't any disclosure and there aren't any ethics investigations. And tell that to Congressman Collins from upstate New York, who had some insider trading scheme with his child two years ago and had to resign. I mean, it's all due to the fact that uh, all these positions are disclosed. Is, is the problem, though, that we've got people like Pelosi and John Kerry and others who we know have profited from the committee assignments that they've had and the power positions that they have in Congress, uh, and, and I'm sure there are some Republicans as well, that uh, are getting information and then they're, they're making purchases off of that information? Well, I think what Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader in the House, said, has said several times, and I agree with that, is, you know, the Speaker schedules all the bills on the House floor. The Speaker knows if something is going to succeed or fail or be given the light of day on the House floor. And I think that's what was concerning to Kevin. I hope, you know, I hope we have a Republican Speaker in the future. But his point was that position has true inside Information is even has a higher scrutiny, and I think that's probably true. Uh, but I want to reiterate: every member of the executive branch and the congressional legislative branch is under strict federal law and federal disclosure now that anything they do that's based on inside information, you know, is uh, uh, criminal or civil or can be result in dismissal or, uh, you know, an investigation or prosecution. And I, I just think that there's a lot of Twitter talk that, you know, implies that that doesn't, isn't the case, and that's just ridiculous. That's not true, you know, at all. Uh, and if people want to make it more strict or make other changes, I'm happy to look at them. But I think there's a big presumption out there that uh, members of Congress are somehow not held to a, a higher standard than the public and are not even held to a standard that ordinary citizens are. And that's ridiculous. It's like saying that members of Congress have their health care paid for. Uh, that's ridiculous. You know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't uh, – that's – if there are other ways to improve the transparency, improve the reporting, improve the penalties and all of that, I'm all for looking at it. But oh, anyway, Okay, so let me let me cut to the chase here. So yeah. what what you're saying is this Twitter account uh, th- that put this information out, it's not it's not there might be some truth to it, but it's not all the truth because they don't take a lot of things into consideration. And then lastly, do you deny that you've been making money off of stocks th- this way inside trader information? Uh, I don't. I don't have any ability to do that, and I don't do it. I mean, I had a stock portfolio before I came to Congress, and it's basically the same as it was, and it goes up and down based on the stock market performance. And as I say, people can go and review all my stock trades online. They're open to the public, and they're reported uh, every month if I – have had one, and I have an extensive financial disclosure out there that's also open to the public, and then I, I invite people to go look at it. Um, 
what got this started was two things. One, Twitter reporting uh, a performance of those portfolios. And they imply, oh, how could they perform well if they're not using inside information? Well, that's ridiculous, you know. And secondly, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband doing $50 million or something like that in trades and in, 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 uh, electrical electric vehicle stocks or Tesla uh, when those bills were before Congress. And so those were the news stories here. But like I say, if people want to uh, propose additional changes, I'm happy to look at them. But I've certainly never used information to uh, inside information to uh, affect my stock portfolio before I was in Congress. It's illegal then. Or certainly. Yeah. Ask, ask, this, ask is, Mar- this is just crazy talk. Ask Martha Stewart about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's strict laws here. So before everybody just, you know, gets uh, all wound up about this, why don't you let's look at what the existing law is, what the existing disclosures are, what existing obligations members of Congress have. Uh, and go from there. We'll start there. Okay. Well, you know, speaking of Pelosi's husband, you know, pillow talk occurs, I'm sure, amongst married couples. Now, if you're having breakfast right now, I'm sorry to ruin your breakfast that I would even imply that there might be hanky-panky happening between Pelosi and her husband. But the bottom line is this. (laughs) Is The bottom line is this. I'm sure some information is perhaps pass back and forth and it, it's helped that her husband i'm just saying i'm just i'm i'm just saying all right congressman we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk more here on the dave ellswick show we're going to talk about uh, ukraine again sounds like things may have calmed down a little bit we'll see what you have to say about that but i'm worried about china and what they're saying about taiwan let's talk about that when we occur uh, continue here on the uh, the dave ellswick show don't forget about david lucas financial Uh, He's going to teach you what a lot of millions of of Americans are trying to learn right now, and that is, should I invest in silver and gold? And if I do, how do I do it? Uh, You can give him a call at 501-222-3315 and learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets. Now, notice I didn't say would. I said could. Whenever you do an investment, know that there's a a chance of losing as well as there is a gaining. But uh, it can help protect uh, or might be able to help protect your assets, IRA, 401k, and hard-earned savings. All you got to do, give them a ring, 501-222-3315. David Lucas Financial works with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get... Uh, direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, call 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. More of the Dave Ellswick Show with Ken Yang and Congressman French Hill when we return in just a moment. All right, we're coming back. We want to talk further with the uh, the congressman. Uh, we got Congressman French Hill on. Congressman Westerman coming up after uh, Bill O'Reilly at the bottom of the hour. Ken Yang is here. Kent, I'll let you ask a couple of questions. You go ahead. No, I think uh, uh, first I'll make a comment real quick about Congressman Hill, who I've known for uh, a long time. Uh, you know what? He was successful before he went to Congress. What a novel concept of men and women in the 
a great nation being successful already, uh, and uh, we tend to trend towards uh, trying to punish people that uh, worked hard to become successful. And uh, you know, look at if you look at many of his colleagues, Democrat colleagues, they weren't successful before they went to Congress. Let's just be honest. The AOC being uh, uh, the chief among them all. So um, all that stuff is just absolutely ludicrous. Um, and as uh, Speaker Gingrich likes to say, pious baloney. Um, but uh, we got the Olympics coming up. Obviously, that's in China. And do you, you know my my thought, the everyone's thought process is a lot of things are calming down, mainly because of the Olympics that will start uh, tomorrow. Uh, but then everyone's worried about what will happen when that clock strikes twelve and everyone leaves China and the Olympics are over. Well, China is certainly uh, a threat to global security because they've changed their policies. And one of those threats is would they uh, use force and try to retake uh, the island of Taiwan, which they believe to be uh, fully part of mainland China uh, politically? And, look, my view on that is no, that they would not do that. because they don't have the uh, forces and the ability to do that without really uh, potentially having a global confrontation in the in the region over that, because Taiwan is a separate entity with separate political willingness. They don't want uh, to be part of China. And don't forget, the public, People's Republic of China signed an agreement uh, to never take Taiwan by force, uh, and that is the binding agreement that they've been a party to for 40-plus years now. What causes real concern is how she abrogated a treaty with Great Britain on the independence and uh, democracy-based rights of people in Hong Kong. And so that was shocking to people in Europe uh, that they just said, well, we don't care about the things we agreed to about uh, plurality and democratic rights and openness in, in, uh, in Hong Kong. So that's raised concerns here. Uh, but I think uh, we need to be working with our allies to counter China diplomatically, militarily, technologically, by not letting them uh, take over uh, the world, which is what their mission is under Xi since 2013. And we've had 25 years of American policy and European policy that we thought something better was going to happen in China. We thought uh, China would go the way of Central and Eastern Europe or go the way of South Korea or go the way of Japan after World War II. And that's clearly not the case. Yeah, they're they're not they're they're kind of an outlier as far as that's concerned. But then you got the other guy, Putin, who's sitting over there, and he wants the glory days of the Soviet Union back, and he should know that that train left the station a long time ago, Congressman. Exactly, and what Americans are seeing now with the threats in Ukraine, uh, and I really appreciate. I wrote. Uh, President Biden last week and Ambassador uh, Greenfield to be tough at the U.N., and I thought she did a good job uh, this week at the U.N. 
calling Russia to task, and I appreciate the support we got from around the world on that. China was essentially the top apologist for Russia at the, at the U.N. Security Council meeting. Here's the deal. U.N. Uh, rights, sovereignty of Ukraine, already violated. The Minsk agreement after the fail, uh, failure of the Soviet Union, already violated. Putin has violated uh, Ukraine's sovereignty. 14,000 people killed in Ukraine. Putin, uh, uh, Putin has troops and people occupying eastern Ukraine. Putin took uh, the Crimea without firing a shot. Who facilitated all that? Obama and Biden. Because they didn't do anything about it. Uh, they didn't do anything about Russia backing Assad, murdering hundreds of thousands of people and destroying Syria. Uh, who did that? Obama, Biden. So this problem that we have right now, that we're experiencing right now, has its roots in the Obama-Biden foreign policy failures. And I hope that Europe and the U.S. will stand firm to tell Russia uh, no. Uh, And they need to pull all their equipment, their 100,000 troops back, and then we're happy to sit down and have European security Uh, discussions. That's a perfectly appropriate thing to do. We need to talk about intermediate nuclear weapons. We need to talk about strategic nuclear weapons. These are all things that need uh, conversations between the U.S. and and Russia. All right. Final question for you. Did you see the report from John Hopkins University and other esteemed universities from around the world that the way we handled the pandemic was the wrong way to handle the pandemic? Yeah, and this is something, golly, day. I mean, if we knew back in March 2020, as members of Congress, as moms and dads, as school superintendents, what we know today, we would have never done what we've done uh, and, and literally add $8 trillion of debt to our own debt and destroy the world economy fighting uh, what we were told by Dr. Fauci then was a SARS virus. Turns out it's not a SARS virus. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just been, uh, of course, we don't know these things, and that's why it was such a horrific impact on our economy, on the public health, on all of our families. But, yeah, uh, I read that report. I hope we can pivot and move forward that we have to live with this kind of thing, and we don't go around uh, shutting down our economy, having one-size-fits-all mandates, uh, and uh, uh, handling it in the wrong way. We just have got to move on. Well, uh, now, I'm not sure if people on Facebook heard what we just talked about. That may have been, conti- uh, they might say that that's misinformation about COVID. I don't know, and just shut me down. I don't know if that might have worked or, or not. But I appreciate I, I appreciate having you on today on the Dave Ellswick Show, and thanks for answering the questions about the stock you market. Bet. All right, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye-bye now. All right, so Congressman Prince Hill here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Congressman Westerman is on the on-deck circle. He'll be with us at uh, about 7.36 and join us, and we'll talk to him, and we'll ask him about buying and selling of stocks and stuff. I mean, look, I I understand. I think that it should all be put into trust. Mm -hmm. Is that the way it should be? If you go to serve in Congress, put it in a trust, and then you, we don't have to worry about it. And let's make sure that people can look in and see it, just like they can look in and, and look in and see how I'm out there investing. 
And by the way, I'm, I don't have enough money to really invest, so you don't have to worry <laughs> about it. All right, let's get Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> let's get Bill O'Reilly here on the show, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. He's up right now. All right, don't forget about Pat Davis. Pat will do a good job for you if you're looking for uh, health insurance. Uh, you can have any provider you want in the nation, and he'll make sure that you don't have a copay. Uh, you need to ask him about deductible busters and how he works on that. I mean, last thing you want to do is pay uh, a ridiculously low price for health insurance, but you can't use it until you meet a deductible of $12,000 or something. And then until then, you can't even go to see a doctor or whatever. So talk to him about deductible busters as well. And what he's going to do is save you 30 to 50% on your health insurance. That's a good deal. Because if you add it all up, you're paying a lot for health insurance. A lot for health insurance. So uh, call Pat Davis today and talk to him about this. 501-605-6935 is his number. And uh, you can get him online at Your Health Plan Man. That's one word. Your Health Plan Man. Dot com. So uh, check into Pat Davis and see what he can he can do for you. All right, let's go back to Washington D.C., the ice box of the nation, and uh, we're going to reach that as well uh, tomorrow. It's going to be like fifty eight degrees today, but then the the temperature is going to fall off like uh, you know a rock off a cliff because old man winter saw. Puxatani Phil today see his shadow and he said okay six more weeks tomorrow in Arkansas let's have a high of about 21 degrees with a wind chill of about seven and let's also oh hey let's throw some ice in oh yeah let's <laughs> let's throw some ice in as well gonna have ice storm tomorrow keep that in mind it's not gonna be like 2000 again but a little bit of ice is just as bad, as far as I'm concerned, as a whole lot of ice if you're going to try to drive. I'm, you might want to be talking to your the people who own your business instead and find out what your severe weather protocols are where you work. We've got uh, Congressman Bruce Westerman on with us. Now, Congressman, I know that you who are serving in Congress have the answers to everything. So do you think we should, if there's a little bit of ice on the ground, that we all should stay home? <laughs> I think everybody, everybody should be, should be safe. And, uh, no, like, like Clint Eastwood said, you've got to know your limitations. That's right. If, uh, you can't drive on the ice. Don't, don't get on it. Or the snow. I don't, you, I don't care ice. how good you are driving on ice no, is, is a no win proposition. I'm just saying. I mean, I grew up in the north, outside of Chicago, and snow, yes, you can get around. Snow on top of ice, you can still get around because you got a little bit of traction. You get on black ice, and I think I can still say that, you can get on black ice, and you have no control. No control whatsoever. A lot of times you're on dry pavement, and... Uh, you don't even see that black ice coming up on you. That's right. That can be very dangerous. Yeah, be walking and hit it. Uh Woo! You'll suddenly see your feet going all different ways and your arms are going all different (laughs) ways. 
Hopefully you land on your keister. That's all I can say about yeah. that. You hope you land on the keister. Well, you know, Dave, we had a beautiful Sunday afternoon back in Arkansas. Uh-huh. So I, I loaded the uh, wood rack up with firewood. I put I, I get everything ready. All my wife's got to do is strike a match and light some newspaper under oh, the kindling, and she'll have a fire in the fireplace. I've got her all all fixed up. Yeah, they're all set up. Now, are you like to be bad weather? Are you like Reagan? Do you go out and use an axe and split your firewood? <clears throat> well, have you ever heard of a monster mall? Yes, I have. That's cheating. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, and I, I, I cheat even more than that. I did the same thing my dad did. You know, I grew up splitting firewood. I've got two brothers and. Uh, Magically, after my youngest brother went to college, my dad bought a wood splitter. There you go. When my uh, a couple of years ago, my kids are pretty much all out of the house, and (laughs) I got a a hydraulic splitter to put on my tractor. But I love to cut firewood. I do too. uh, That's a good workout. It's. uh, I thought I Uh, thought Congressman Westerman just did like what Captain America does and just splits it with his bare hands. (laughs) (laughs) Even good good red oak won't split that easy. Yeah, (laughs) you're right about that. Uh, Yeah, I like the nice thing about. Yeah, the nice thing about that hydraulic splitter is it doesn't care. You can put gum or hickory or uh, any anything you cut down, it'll split it and it doesn't get tired. And splits it up nice and small like you want it. Will it will it even uh, split iron oak? Or ironwood? I've, yeah. I don't think I've tried it, but I'm I'm quite certain it will. I don't think there's any, any wood that could any wood that's grown around here that could hold up to it. Yeah, I always I go out I've tried to cut one of those trees down with an axe one time and I'll never forget the first time I struck it. I looked like one of those cartoon characters where the axe started shaking and went all the way up the axe and got onto their hands and then went up their <laughs> went through their whole body and they're just you know but that's a hard wood man I'm just telling you yeah black blackjack oak is is uh, one that you if you you'll know when you hit it with a chainsaw and you see sparks flying off of it yeah that's amazing you're into one of those it's yeah. amazing it really is okay let me ask this question of you I I asked this of uh, Congressman uh hill i want to ask it of you as well do we need to do some tweaking and changing in the congress and senate about stock purchases uh, i mean what was it uh, i think congressman hill there was a a law passed in uh in uh, 2012 uh to make more transparency on all of that because there's questions about pelosi's husband and john Kerry and uh, there's even been some things brought forth about Congressman Hill, which he dealt with in the last half hour. What do you think? Is there more? Is there more transparency and uh, regulation that needs to be passed? Well, I, I think cheaters are going to cheat. And when I played college football, people talked about <clears throat> steroids and, and people using steroids, and I thought, who on earth would would dare use steroids? Because you would you would go to practice one day and there'd be a note on your locker that you had to go have a drug test. You just randomly picked that out. Yes. Right. Um, apparently, there were still people that that did steroids. We have extremely um, stringent rules on investments, and you know, I took all of my investments and put them in a uh, an account that I've got a money manager that deals with it, and. 
uh, you know, I keep a, a real arm's length distance from that. And I kind of thought that's the way it was supposed to be when you're in Congress. But then you, you're always hearing about uh, Pelosi and others who are making these individual stock trades. And, uh, uh, you know, people people have been removed from Congress, and I think some of them even have gone to jail for insider trading. So I don't know why what would be permissible for Pelosi when I think the rules are in place where you, you shouldn't be doing that anyhow. Now, Congressman Hill seen, said she that... She writes her own rules. Yeah, Cong- well, Congressman Hill said that whoever is speaker, you know, and sets who what laws are heard and all of that... There's some, there's some, uh, maybe there's, McCarthy has said, maybe we should look at that a little closer because that a person who wanted to cheat could cheat if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, and apparently, uh, I don't know if she's cheating or, or what she's doing, but she's <laughs> apparently making a lot of money. Shows her husband. She has to do that to afford, yeah, to afford that ice cream for her. Uh, yeah, for that $36,000 freezer that she has boy i wish i could have one of those i don't know anyway so uh it seems like things have calmed down a little bit on the ukraine has it calmed down or is it just that the media is not spending 24 7 about it now my impression is that it's just simmering and i've got an opportunity this week to go to a classified briefing to get more information on that um hopefully i'll be able to to attend that of course i won't be able to come on the radio and tell you about it but it'll, it'll oh come on it'll just be between you and i actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh i think we were just talking about going to prison for trading, I, I got you i got you ken you had uh, some questions too yeah no mine mine's more directed you know i was just reading and i'm always you know i you're always reading. Well, no, I mean, Congressman Wrestler is like just one, well, not one. He's the only expert about forestry and That's agriculture, right. uh, uh, not agriculture, but forestry uh, in, in Congress. So, he, you know, he understands uh, the environment and climate change. And, uh, you know, I'm just shocked that, uh, I'm not shocked, but glad that he's fighting for us because you know the liberals are trying to promote a bill that's supposed to address foreign policy yet you know i think it said in an eight billion dollars over two years to the united nations green climate fund uh i mean where is the what i think they call the america american competes act of 2022 uh that mentions climate change i think it's um, congressman westman's quoted i mean it mentions coral reefs 394 times more often than it mentions China at 374 <laughs> times. What does that not surprise me? Yeah, go ahead, Congressman. Oh, Let's yeah. hear what you think so about this. I was, when, when I called into your show, I was actually sitting here writing my remarks to speak against that bill on the floor today. Uh, I had to, had to do it by Zoom last night at the, uh, the Rules Committee hearing. So here you have a, another issue. Uh, dealing with our relationship with China and China's um, aggressive behavior around the world. And it's not just China, but China's obviously the, the big focus of this. And the Democrats, and it's Pelosi, this, this is another bill written in the Speaker's office. Uh, a lot of um, sections of the bill never went through a hearing in any of the committees. Uh, I, I filed a, a document that showed that there were about 30 
sections of the bill that should have come through our committee on natural resources that never had a hearing on it. The reason it didn't is because they don't want to expose uh, the hypocrisy that they're putting in in this legislation. But they're taking a subject that I think most Americans, Republicans, and Democrats care about on how we're dealing with China and other uh, other countries like Russia. How do we maintain our economic uh, dominance? And the bill is, that's the facade, but the real bill, and they, we got the Democrats to admit this in the Rules Committee hearing, that it's a climate bill. And their reasoning is that everything has to do with climate. And if uh, if we don't take care of climate, then everything else is a loss. And it's punishing America. And I'm asking, how do you promote competing with China when you're going to punish America? Why do you put uh, billions of dollars into the U.N. Uh, that has programs that give money to China uh, and say that you're making America competitive. The, the hypocrisy and the, uh, the the hoodooism or switcheroo in here is is unbelievable. I mean, they uh, it's it's just smoke and mirrors, and they want to say one thing and do another thing. Uh, and th- and this is a topic I think could get great bipartisan support. Uh, Republicans actually put a committee together. Uh, that we tried to get Pelosi to make it a, a bipartisan committee, uh, a committee on China. Uh, Mike McCall, our ranking member on the Foreign Relations Committee, heads this up. We've got a lot of great ideas, and, and where my committee's jurisdiction comes into this is how we use our resources. Um, so at the same time, Democrats are talking about electrifying everything and competing with China. Last week, they announced they were closing a mine or pulling the leases on mines in Minnesota that are huge deposits of copper, nickel, and cobalt. Uh, I mean, you can't make it up for this administration to be so two-faced. I don't know if you saw the, and this is switching subjects a little bit, the article uh, this morning where uh, it was an op-ed talking about how Biden personally blocked a, a, a black female lawyer from uh, that President Bush wanted to put on the Supreme Court, and he also yep. blocked a Hispanic judge that Bush wanted to put on the court. And they've got documents now that show that it was outside liberal groups pushing Biden to block because they wanted Democrats to put the first Hispanic on the on the court. So you can pretty much mark it down. Whatever comes out of their mouth is opposite of the truth. That's because they project everything. They project on us what they are the ones that are doing. Congressman, if you hold on, we'll be right back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I want to ask you if you saw that report from John Hopkins University and other prestigious universities around the, the world saying what we did during the pandemic was not the right way to go about the pandemic, and we could have saved ourselves a lot of grief. Don't forget about uh, East End Towing again if you get stuck in the weather they'll come out and help you if they can get to you uh their phone number here's the number to call 501-888-8849 501-888-8849 no matter the situation east end towing can handle it and they've got all the answers all right back with uh, congressman uh, 
Westerman. Let's finish it up with him. Big uh, story coming out about John Hopkins University and many other prestigious universities around the world saying if we knew now what we didn't know then, we would have done the pandemic totally different. And, and here was the end of their uh, statement uh, dealing about this. And it said, these costs to society, talking about shutting down society, must be compared to the benefits of lockdowns, which our meta-analysis has shown are marginal at best. Such a standard benefit cost calculation leads to a strong conclusion. Lockdowns should be rejected out of hand, and that's closing schools the whole nine yards, should be rejected out of hand as a pandemic policy instrument. So uh, I'm glad to see that John Hopkins University and other great universities now are speaking uh, truth to a lot of this misinformation that, for whatever reason, big tech says is the real information. So how do you feel about it, uh, Congressman? Well, you you reminded me of a a Toby Keith song about knowing now what I didn't know then. But, uh, you know, hindsight's always 20-20. But I think we've been in a a position long enough now that um, these mask mandates and restrictions that are out there are just crazy. And I think most people realize that. Uh, you know, it's like traveling to a different country when I come back up here from Arkansas. You know, first you're you're on the airplane with your mask, and then you get here to D.C., and you cannot go into a restaurant without showing your proof of vaccination and an ID. Yeah. Um, they There are people stationed at restaurants to check your vaccination card and your ID before you go in. Uh, you know, with mask mandates, the, the liberals have lost their mind. Um, and, you know, all the shutdowns, and they, they it's like they want this pandemic to just stay out there and they don't want life to go back to any semblance of, of normalcy. Um, so, yeah, I'm, it doesn't surprise me. I think that study said that um, – it may have reduced death by 0.2%. That's right, 0.2%. Uh, yeah. So, again, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I think we're looking at stuff that we we knew better a year and a half ago uh, when we could have stopped doing this. And you see states that didn't. I'm, I'm good friends with Christy Nome, the governor of uh, South Dakota. She used to serve in the House friends with Greg Gianforte and Ron DeSantis in Florida, all former House members, and they didn't shut down like uh, a lot of places did, especially the blue states. Um, You know, Arkansas didn't shut down uh, nearly as much as some of the other states did. So I think you see a different mindset, and uh, people who do follow the science and make decisions based on – on a little bit of common sense mixed in with the science other than just um, it's almost like a panic mode that, that some of these folks go into and they uh, they're still like that here in D.C., which is as liberal as any place you'll find. All right. This just in, Congressman, you won't like to hear this. I don't like hearing it. The U.S. private sector 
lost 301,000 jobs in January. That badly missed the median forecast of 207,000 new jobs and marked the first contraction since December of uh, 2020. So, you know, and, and I'm, I got to believe it's happening because of what you just said. You got places like D.C., you got places like New York that are just running scared about Omicron. And the best thing they could do is, you know, open up and get on with life and and and, and deal with it. You know, I'm, I'm with you uh, on on all of, of that. Uh, also, just so you'll know, I know that you're a Razorback fan. I don't know if you're a Washington football fan or not in the NFL, but they have a new name now. They're going to be called the Washington Commanders. Redskins. I haven't been. heard that. Yep, that just came out too. I, think I like Washington. I think I like Washington football team better than that one. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I told Ken I thought they should have called them the Washington Commandos. That would have been a football name. <laughs> Or the comrades. Oh, yeah, the comrades. That's even better. Congressman, thanks a lot. We appreciate you being on with us on Wednesday. You have a great day. You too, Dave. See you again. Congressman Westerman here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Let's take a break. Ken, thanks so much for being on. Where do you get that shirt again? Central Arkansas Young Republicans. All right. Or Saline County Young Republicans. Yeah. Saline County Young Republicans. I'm getting one of them. You should have one as well. Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.